Hello, folks, and welcome aboard Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Today we're talking about two of the more recent Marvel movies to join Disney+, Plus: Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and Eternals. So, how about we start out with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi is just trying to skate through life superhero until (laughs) one day his past catches up with him together with his sister and best friend katie and some friends with his mother's past shang chi must confront the ten rings organization before they can unleash a terrible evil upon the world dun 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 okay that's it okay next movie What did you guys think? I mean, I know this is a late review, but I think there's. Right. I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to offer people. It's like if you haven't seen it already, is this worth it to watch now? Mm-hmm. And I, it's my there? fault, really, because well, I was the the late comer on this movie. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that, right? The thing is that there's a lot of things that you see on the Disney Channel, and then it's like, eh, it doesn't seem like my thing, and you let it sit there. And sometimes you need that little nudge to push you off the edge, and this is to, to help you decide which ones are worth watching and what aren't worth watching. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. if it's still on your queue, so thoughts. So good. I loved it. <laughs> it's such a good movie. It was so freaking good. Okay, I so that's it. unanimous. Yeah. Yeah. How come you didn't watch it earlier? <laughs> because like I, I had other stuff going on. Like I haven't really sat down and watched anything longer than like, you know, like a quick YouTube video here and there, like that kind of thing. Like that's the problem. It's I, I do really like these movies once I actually sit down and watch them, but it's the part where you like sit down and watch yeah. them. No, I totally know. get that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so good. But it was great. What I liked is it took place in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And being somewhat familiar with San Francisco, it's like, oh, I know. I know where they are, or you know, or it's like, yeah. you know, you see, see, like, it's really funny to see. Um, I mean, see a movie and it's like i know where that is yeah mm-hmm. you know and you know and i know i talk about this but i'm not originally from california i've been here for 20 years but it's funny because all these movies that i've seen in the past it's just like oh that's a place and that's a place then you come to california and it's like oh my god this is where chips actually happened you know like mm-hmm. the motorcycle cop show or you know rockford files from the 70s like he lived in malibu it's like so it's very interesting to it's really it's different to see a movie take place in a place that you're familiar with. It actually adds a strange, I, I was going to say realism to Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But it, adds another, it adds a strange <laughs> type of realism to movies when you know it's taking place in somewhere that you've been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, one I... of the things I really liked about it was it has, okay. If you've ever seen a movie called hero, the, um, the main kind of villain of the movie is the guy that played Broken Sword in Hero. So it's just like, oh my god, it's him! He's back! You know, so it's just, I don't know. I got very excited. Is that a Jet Li movie? I... Yes. It is. Okay. okay. It, it sounds familiar. It's really it, good. That's a really good one, too. It's basically, just to go on a quick tangent, it's a story told 
multiple times, but from multiple points of view. And every time they tell like a different point of view, it changes like oh the God. color and the feel and it is so beautiful. It's like one of my absolute favorite movies. And it's just like every time that. I watch it, I'm like, oh, it's so good. So, okay. Sorry. Adding that to my list. Um, but I love Shang-Chi. It's one, San Francisco was awesome to see. And two, Asian representation is always fun to see. Mm-hmm. And three, I feel like <laughs> the the comedy, balance of comedy to like superhero actionness was was done right. Yeah. Um, like all the interactions between um, what, Sh- Sean or Shang-Chi and Katie, like they were just so, it didn't feel awkwardly and and i remember when i watched the trailers they had obviously included a bunch of comedic moments and i was like i really hope that those aren't all the comedic moments because i feel like that happens a lot of the time where the funniest parts are in the trailer and then you watch the movie and it's just like oh okay yeah um so i i enjoyed that and one of my favorite comments that Katie makes to him on the plane was like, you, your name is Shang Chi and you changed your name to Sean and you thought no one would know. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, he's under, under, he's in disguise. He's disguised. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, so first of all, it's Aquafina who yes. you know, is playing Katie. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that I, first of all, Aquafina is awesome. <laughs> um, also, Aquafina is some like some of the actors we talked about in the past. Aquafina plays one character. It's Aquafina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> I mean, if she's a dragon, it's Aquafina as a dragon. <laughs> exactly. You know, as Katie. Yeah. It's Aquafina as Katie, and I'm kind of okay with that. You know? Yeah, it's a fun character. I mean, even in like Crazy Rich Asians, she was yes. the same character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and so I'm kind of I'm I'm pretty okay with that, but I will say, um, I'm going to give a spoiler here. She doesn't kiss him at the end. Thank God. Oh, that was yes. yeah, yeah. I was expect. I was like, oh, okay. Well, they're clearly setting them up as like the love interest. The the grandma is like, hey, when are you guys going to get married? You know, like it, yeah. It so, so that was surprising. Refreshing to see yes. a movie a where there's a male lead <laughs> and there's a female lead. And they're not romantically related. Yeah. Men and women can be friends. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't understand why every movie has to have a romance. It's like, but no, they can be friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Therefore, okay. So, I've said it. <laughs> yes. Uh, what else about the movie? Just, like, all the acting was really good. The I, I like the magical realism where mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it totally makes sense that there's just this like hidden group of people and, you know, they can control the elements and, and stuff like that. Just that that part was really cool. I just, yeah, that was so fun. I, and I liked that kind of love story between um, Shang-Chi's parents too, where it's like, you know, she comes from this like magical background and then the father kind of stumbles into the rings, I think. And, you know, so and and he's very like aggressive, and and she shows him like you know, no, you don't have to just be like, you know, on offense all the time. Like you can work with nature, and you can like live in harmony, kind of thing. And so, like, yeah, that was cool. 
And I like okay. at, the, at the end, the father kind of redeems himself too. So I have a question for you guys. All right. When you think of movies, okay. So like, let's, let's, I'm going to make this a scale of one to 10, right? On one, let's call it a comedy. So like one, one would be like, just name any just pure comedy film. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And 10 is a full action film. So let's call it Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Ooh. Okay. okay. So there's no, when you look at a Christopher Nolan Batman, there's that's there's very very little humor in it okay and as opposed to a one let's play say encanto or i don't know that's that's not exactly a comedy Mm -hmm. but um okay and then like comedic moments yeah but like one would be a true comedy i can't think of one right now um avengers being a seven or eight because there's comedic moments in it but it's really an action film and Guardians of the Galaxy would probably be two to three mm-hmm. because it's really leaning towards, I would say, we'll call it a three where it leans towards comedy, but it's an action film. Mm-hmm. Where would you put this flick? Uh, I'm not sure. Because, I mean, like, there are so many good comedic moments, but there are a ton of very poignant moments. So it's kind of a. F- yeah i'm like a four or five like somewhere yeah it's pretty centered yeah 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 yeah. it's pretty centered and but like i tell you what some of the comedic moments are hysterical yeah especially like at the very beginning you have uh katie who like katie and sean are are basically uh what do you call the professional those? valets? The valets, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. And and then Katie's like, "I promise I'll be good. I won't. I'll just like you know drive this very carefully." And then you just see her just tearing Screaming up the streets. <laughs> yeah, and it's just yeah. like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I'd be so terrified to do that with such an expensive car." But yeah, they're they're that's the thing. Like even at the very beginning, like even if you know the idea would have been to have them as love interests. Like, they're just too much, like, best friends. They're, they're almost like brother and sister to me, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know what the grandma was thinking because. <laughs> well, she just, just saw he, she just saw her grandson and a, yeah. and a girl in the room together. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, he's handsome. Hmm. Yeah. Why don't you guys get together? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. So, let's take a quick break and we will be back with our discussion about Eternals. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk the Eternals. In the movie, we're introduced to a variety of powerful beings known as Eternals. And their job is to protect Earth from an ancient destructive beings known as Deviants, or they think, um, until the truth about their role is fully revealed. Now, what's interesting about the Eternals is, um, unlike some of the other films... We know nothing about any of the characters. Mm-hmm, so there mm-hmm. it's not like Avengers or Batman or I mean not Batman, I'm sorry, but like Captain America is introducing a bunch of new characters, all with different powers. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel like this one was not nearly as strong as Shang-Chi. And I feel like part of that was because they didn't have individual, you know, like you, you could have even had like a series. Like if you had a limited series and each episode focused they on did. one of them. Oh, my gosh, that's so smart. They should have yeah. done that. And then came either that and then the movie or the movie and then that. And Either then flesh way, them out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think people just wanted to understand each individual more because they were all just so lost within each other. I did not, I don't remember like any of their names or like what their powers are right? or anything. Yeah. This then- is a perfect example of what Marvel did right the first time around because yes. they had a Iron Man movie. So we learned about Iron Man. We had a Captain America movie, and they told that story. And then when they did the Avengers, they brought in only two or three new characters. We knew everyone else's story, and we only had to introduce two or three new characters. Exactly. And now, oh, I'm sorry, really quick. And also, they just did Falcon becoming Captain America. And so they can take out that story story arc out of the next Captain America movie. They don't have to address it, you know, now... Hawkeye is Captain America. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Because part of the problem, part of the reason it is a much weaker movie compared to like Avengers or something like that is you don't care about these characters. Like, you know, Druig, he's so annoying. But do we care about him anyway? Because, you know, something happened in his past or whatever. No, there's nothing to let us go like, okay, get past the fact that this is an annoying character because this is why he is or he has these redeeming qualities. You know, like even... Um, like Thena and and you see kind of her suffering with this condition. It's like you you just aren't attached to any of them because you don't know them. And there's you know? ten characters. There's ten. Mm-hmm. There's ten, there's ten, of, them. ten of them. Too much. <laughs> I mean, it's think of a two hour movie. It's just like, oh my God, how are you gonna get through that many characters? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you got twelve minute you got twelve minutes to talk about each character if you only talk about the characters. Yeah. It was it was just too much in too short of a time, and I feel like this would have been much better as like a limited series. Like even if they had taken the movie, but just like really drawn it out and then just flushed out the characters throughout each episode. I think that would have been much more successful because this was just yeah. too much. <laughs> there was a deleted scene that I came across somewhere um, where I think Sprite, she's the youngest one, right? Right. Mm-hmm. She is in the museum that Cersei works at, I think. And she's walking around and I, f- she, I forget if she's actually talking to Cersei or if she's talking to what's his name? John. Wait, no, not Icarus. The the human. Oh, oh, uh, Kate Harrington, but I forget yes. what his, okay. his so John Snow. character was called. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I forget if because obviously the story changes. He's the Black Knight, by the way. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dark Knight, Black uh, but there was this deleted scene anyway that really just highlighted a very important part about just just enough background on Sprite for her to make sense like 10 minutes later when she, um, I think she was talking to Cersei and um, talking about how like she had told Jon Snow that her boyfriend was like a pilot or something. There was just like some disconnect in the first few scenes where they referenced something that had happened 
previously that the viewer hadn't seen but if they had included this one deleted scene that was probably like three minutes long it would have just cleared everything up so much more like you wouldn't have been so lost in the Mm. first like 10 minutes um so i think that's like i don't know there was just too many characters too many things going on that i understand they had to cut things to make it shorter but i that's just uh, they had to probably cut so many things that probably made it make more sense did this ever get released anywhere or was it just to disney plus no it was it went to the theaters oh yeah it did go to theaters yeah okay that's why they had to cut stuff then that makes sense yeah i mean they had to make it um i mean it's and and that's the funny thing is in movies over the years have gone from like i always think of action films you need to roll wrap it up in 90 minutes but now Mm -hmm. movies are starting to hit push towards the about two hours and a half Mm, yeah you know on a somewhat frequent basis and i almost feel like it's too much but Mm -hmm. um but this one kind of demanded you know if nothing else it almost demanded two movies yeah yes it Which kind would have of been more lucrative. So. Yeah, and I kind of felt like it was going that direction in a way, kind of in the middle section when Cersei realizes the truth of, of their existence. And I feel like that could have been the stopping point of her like realizing the truth and then going after it and actually destroying the... I forgot all the terms, but the thing, <laughs> like the earth, not the earth, the planet. Yeah, thing, what were those? The, the world somethings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like that whole battle, I guess, could have been in like a part two where they like prepare for battle or like prepare for some solution of their own. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about this that I thought was interesting was I think. Marvel broke the rules on this when they hired actors. And in the past, what they tried to do was they <clears throat> Marvel was one of the first. Well, they, they were the first one to do this was essentially you. It's not about the actor. It's about the superhero. Right. Mm-hmm. So Chris Pine is a not Chris Pine. It's Chris Evans. <laughs> Wasn't really, really well known. He was well known as an. I mean, he was he was well regarded as an actor, but he really wasn't well known like he yeah. is now, right? And um, Robert Downey Jr. was down on his luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you knew his name, but he wasn't. He was not a superstar. Actually, he was like at the bottom of close to the bottom of the barrel when he picked up Iron Man. And so they always let the the superhero. It's about the superhero, not about the actor. And this one was so weird because. I didn't know any of the actors except for Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. And she's such a bright star and she played such a minor role in it. Yeah. It was just kind of like, you're kind of waiting. It's like, well, is Angelina Jolie going to, is it going right? to be, you know, is it going to surround and her? She was so prominent in the trailers that I thought she would be like the leader or something. Right. And she was, she was, she didn't outshine anyone. They, she was just one of the characters, but it was just really, really weird to see such a well-known A-list actress in an ensemble of a bunch of unknowns. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I just, 
I don't know. I, I feel like individual performances were not bad at all. It was just all together. It's not that great. I like, I, I really liked Kingo and his like, yes, I'm a superstar. And okay. Yeah. I've kind of been a superstar for like many, many years. And, and how he reinvents himself as just like, I am the grand, I'm the great, great, great grandson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Never mind that they've never been seen in the same room at the same time, but totally makes sense. And yeah, that was pretty good. I'll be honest with you. I, I, so, okay. So first of all, I'm going to give a rating. Do you, if, if this is on your queue and you haven't watched it, you can go watch something else. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Number two of all the Marvel films so far, this now has p- been pushed to the bottom of all the Marvel films that yeah. I've seen so far. Yes. And in addition to my last film that I said was at the bottom of the, my f- Marvel films um, was Ant-Man and Wasp probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you're saying, if I were to take that by itself, what would I rate it? I would rate it maybe a B minus, a B. It's just you're around a bunch of other stars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that is just even if you're a B or B minus, it's like it's hard to stand out from everything else. This one I would call it a solid C at best. Yeah. How do you guys it- feel? I agree. Sorry, I just choked on water. <laughs> <laughs> It's not bad. They'll make you joke on what? No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would agree with the C rating or the C grade just because there is too many people that you don't know. So that in itself, like the individuals don't stand out, which also make the movie not stand out. Whereas I feel like Ant-Man, it was a an individual movie that standalone by itself. It was a pretty decent movie. But, like, again, so, oh, my God, I can't talk. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think um, for Across the Board, C for Eternals, B, B, B minus for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny. I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now just to see, like, how people generally felt about this. And I think we're, we're all kind of in the same ballpark because as far as critics go, it rated 47 percent and according to this it says an ambitious superhero epic that soars as often as it strains eternals takes the mcu in intriguing and occasionally confounding new directions and audience score was a little bit higher at 78 percent but yeah it's just it's it's too much it's like you know if I feel like if the story was more drawn out and stronger, it would have been better because it's like each of these characters has good beginnings, but they're just not fleshed out enough. And to me, that's always the most frustrating is when you can see the potential in a character or the potential in the story, but it just isn't given enough room to really take off and and soar. And so, yeah, I, I think for me, I... Honestly, I'd probably give this like a C minus just because when I was watching it, I was getting so frustrated with like, this is this is jumping all over the place. This is so hard to follow that I just started kind of like doing something else while watching it in the background. And yeah, it it could have been much better, I feel. And then I'm going to throw on two other things that were distracting to me. And it, it, it maybe it's just me. 
But when I first saw the commercials and even when I went to want went to see it, it's just like um, I thought uh, the guy who played Icarus, mm-hmm. the, um, I, I was a little bit distracted and it's just me, but it's just like he looks like Sebastian, Sebastian Stan, Stan to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I can see that. Like, yes. It, it's just like <laughs> and so it was a little distracting. But at first I was like, is this the same <laughs> character? And then the gi- the gentleman who played Gilgamesh looks oh this is now this is totally racist um all asians that look alike but he kind of reminded me of wong oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you I know agree. and it i was kind of like, similar i'm like is that wong and then it's like no it's not wong it's a completely different actor but i was yeah like, i was a little bit distracted by how similar these actors looked like to other characters in the marvel universe yes um yes. But it may be just me. But it sounds like it could uh, be like his his body language too, because I feel like, you know, I like I can kind of see if you put them side by side, they would look more like you know brothers or something. Maybe. Well, they're big. I mean, that's yeah. the other than physically, they're big, bulky guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And actually, the um, uh, the guy who played Gilgamesh, I think he's actually maybe like a wrestler, or fighter, and in Korea or something like that. Oh, nice. So he's, he's actually known. I mean, he's very, he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Wong anyways. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Could have been better, but you know what? If, if you feel strongly about this movie, please tell us, tell us what you love about it because you know, we can be persuaded to change our minds. If we have missed something that maybe any of you have seen and you're like, wait a minute, did you not even realize this cool thing happened or or that? But we can be persuaded, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So for now, we're going to rate this probably a C across the board. Mm-hmm. No need to watch. Take it off no the queue. No need to watch. Yeah. You or can just move you it can to the sp- bottom of your queue. Yeah. If you really want to <laughs> yeah, save yourself two plus hours, you're good. But yeah, but again, let us know. Maybe we were wrong. Maybe Eternals is actually a really good diamond in the rough. So we, we our minds are open. Let us know. But Shang-Chi, on the other hand, you cannot go wrong. Fantastic movie. We all absolutely loved it. And so if you loved it, too, let us know. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And remember, you can always send us a message on social media. If you have a question or request, you can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.